Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Sound off on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. And the winner of the 19, of the 2008 Heisman Trophy is Sam Bradford. Sooner. Sooner. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Sooner or later, we'll get you. Why'd you have to do that to me? I do that to you every year. Friday before Heisman. Yeah, I know what it does to you. Oh, man. 11 boomers there. I counted this this year. Is it really the Friday before the Heisman? Jeez. Allegedly. Unless they're going to cancel it. Time is flying. Time is flying by. Oh, that's as uh, that's as hard to listen to as the first time <laughs> I I heard it. Oh man! Hey, he was excited, and the the funny thing is, like, you know, there there are some that would handle that better than others. Like yeah. Baker, for instance, right? Oh yeah. Way to way to calm the mood, Billy. Billy's up there. Billy, Billy, real loud while while Baker's getting the Heisman. Sam just kind of wants to, you know, keep to himself, and he gave a couple of uh, Sooners back, but Billy was full sin that night. Um, <laughs> 2008 Heisman. What a moment. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's the funny thing is, I, I would get it if like, no one had won the Heisman Trophy since Billy Sims in 78, or was it 79? 78. One or the other. 78. No one had won the Heisman since 78, and it's like, finally, we got it back. But five years ago, uh, five years before that, Jay White had won it. So it makes it all that much uh, more interesting. No wonder Sam's reluctant to show up, you know, not always (laughs) hanging around the program, you know? Oh, guys, Billy Sims going to be there yelling boomer at me again. Greg Greg from Lawton says, love me some Billy. Spence in Tulsa says, Billy going nuts when another Sooner wins the Heisman is my favorite holiday tradition. That's he had great. the uh, OU Blazer on when Baker or Kyler won it. I can't remember. Was it? No, oh, I thought it was that. I thought it was Sam's year. But no. Now it, that I remember, yeah. I, think it was, uh, I think it was Baker, wasn't it? May, the maybe. The first year? Maybe. Yeah. Cherokee Sooner says, my ears are bleeding. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Well, every Friday before the Heisman Trophy presentation, we, uh, we play that. Well, Sam's got to be thinking like, I think he's 
I think he's waiting on me to say sooner. So hopefully if I just say sooner, that's whenever he's going to stop. So wor- worst thing you can do <laughs> at the end. Sooner or later, we'll get you. Ah, it's just great. Beautiful. Um, I guess, what, you had two Heisman finalists, one winner while you were at OU. So let's Is start. That right? Yeah, Heupel and oh, uh, yeah, Jay White. There's yep. no way that you remember. I'll, I'll be totally shocked if you remember what you did. What did you do the night of the Heisman presentation when Heupel was up for the award? And that old man, uh, Chris Winkie, stole it. Remember where you guys watched it at? No. Did you guys watch it at all? I don't, I don't think so. And I didn't, I didn't watch Jay White's either. I was on an airplane. Whenever Jay White's happened, coming back from uh, Orlando. Oh, so you so you never watched any of your teammates? No, Heisman. Okay, no, that's, that's part. I think of the I course. watched. I think I watched Jay White and Adrian whenever they were finalists. But and maybe I watched Hypo. I just I don't. I don't, I don't know what remember. else you would have been doing. Uh, maybe you guys didn't have uh, cable yet back at the home at Fort Gibson. I I, I don't know, but I uh, I absolutely still remember being incredibly upset that Heupel did not win the Heisman Trophy over Chris Winkie. What a sham that was. But you know what? At the expense of Josh Heupel, at the expense of him not uh, having a statue on campus, buddy, the the moment that we have from the Orange Bowl, that's one of the better moments in this program in the past 25 years. I mean, really the history of this program. Oh, yeah. No doubt about that. Um And who knows, right? I I think that that was not that there needed to be any extra motivation, but clearly, um, you know, the team was angry about it, as you heard right right there at coin toss, you know. So uh, who knows what happens if he does win it? Because there's been a I mean, I don't know what what it is recently, but it hadn't happened a whole lot to where you win the. Heisman Trophy, and the National Championship. Oklahoma has seven of them, and we have never had a Heisman Trophy winner win it on the year of a National it's Championship. crazy, man. That's unbelievable that that's, that that's the case. I know it. And they, they've um, – I mean, Kyler and Baker both had a chance to win a title going into the bowl yep. season. Uh, Sam did, Sam. and Jay White did as well, and it's just – it's, it's yep. never happened. I mean, two – Two uh, national championship games uh, where it didn't win it, and then two playoffs where we didn't even get out of the first round. Baker's Baker's year, gosh, he almost did. Crazy looking back on that football game. I wonder, you know, and I know Georgia didn't go on to win it that year, but how are the two programs perhaps different at that point, had Oklahoma gone on to win it? I don't know. Well, I, I guess looking back at it now, and you're talking about 2017 if OU yeah. goes and wins it. Um, and this is I, – I, OU with Lincoln Riley was going to win one way and one way only. And Parker and I just talked last hour about Nick Saban winning that first national championship, and you got to ride that wave of momentum – capitalize in recruiting, capitalize off that momentum, and he did. And maybe OU gets some better defensive players, but I just I, – I, I don't know. I, I guess even with the championship with that staff, 
I don't feel like OU was all of a sudden going to start playing great defense. They were going to continue to win the way that yeah. they had been winning, which is just outscoring teams. So, I, I don't know. Would have would have it landed them a better roster moving forward? Potentially. I just – I guess I just don't see Lincoln Riley winning that title in 2017 and parlaying that into another one a few years later. But that's just yeah. me. No, I, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, I would have had to have uh, hit it on that point. And, yeah, I mean, you would have got a boost, of course, but I I don't know. Who knows what would have happened. But I like. I happen to like where we are right now. We're in a pretty good spot. Headed to the Southeastern Conference. Things are looking up. Um, Portal seems to have calmed down a bit, right, after the initial surge. Yeah, now it's just about offers and and, and visits at this point. Um, A lot of visits will be happening this weekend into next week. So it's just like the, the first part of this week was monitoring who's hopping in the portal, and it still is to an extent, right? But mainly it was, all right, who's in the portal now? It's trying to sort out who they have offered, which positions that they're really trying to attack, who's going to make it in, who do you have a chance with. And there's um, there's a lot of players to talk about, and we'll absolutely do that today. I just want to read this text from Guy from Parts Unknown. It really made me laugh. It says, next question, prior to working with Tyler, did you know Jason White had won a Heisman, Teddy? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did know. Um, it's funny. I was, so I was on a plane, like I said, coming back from Orlando and they announced it on the plane whenever we were, uh, whenever we were coming back it was pretty cool. That is cool. That's awesome. cool. Yeah. That's, that's awesome, yeah. man. Um, now, yeah. I- as far as the hypo thing, listen, um, take one guess where a college freshman was on a Friday night. Uh, whenever the Heisman Trophy ceremony was was probably going on, okay. O- Old O'Connell's. Uh, what was the <laughs> What was the country bar over there on Ed, off Ed Noble Parkway back in the day? Wasn't there one over there? Off Ed Noble Parkway. Or maybe I'm thinking maybe it was actually on where Campus Corner's at now. There used to be a country bar somewhere. You were yeah. all, all well, of the above is where the, you were at. Yeah, all of the above. Yes, correct. Correct. Um, yeah, man. I, I. Uh, I always, it's it's crazy whenever you you think about Heupel should have won the Heisman, and I think he should have. But when you go back and you like look at his numbers, and really look at anyone's numbers from that time period compared to now, and it's just it's just crazy how how the offensive numbers have just exploded. And it's same thing in the NFL, same in college. Uh, it's just it's incredible. Yeah, huge I, numbers. On our uh, KREF uh, Twitter page today, I was kind of doing a profile of all seven Heisman winners since, uh, which seven Heisman winners is just insane that you've had that many over the I course know. of multiple decades, by the way, which is impressive. But uh, you had Steve Owens in uh, 1969 who carried the ball 358 times in 10 games. Mm. Feel like you get canceled for that nowadays. And yeah, then no Billy kidding. Vessels won it in 1952, and that was the first Heisman winner up to that point to have to have uh, rushed for over a thousand yards. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now the numbers now are just as gaudy as they get. They're just like Jaden Daniels is going to win the award tomorrow, and those numbers that he's going to be, you know, when when they show the graphic of him and the they're just they're just insane, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, they are. 
incredible numbers. Um, I mean, you go go back. You really want to be blown away. Go look what Joe Burrow did his his final year at LSU. I, I don't know that that will ever be touched. I think he had like seventy touchdowns or something crazy. Well, but that's the thing. I think uh, Jaden Daniels is um, better than him in some statistical categories for his great well, years I'm, I'm sure at LSU. I'm sure he's his efficiency numbers are are what's. I mean, all of his numbers are great, but the efficiency are are incredible. I I think we were talking about it yesterday or earlier this week that his quarterback rating is almost like forty points higher than the next closest guy. Yeah, it's it's it's, crazy. it's insane. Um, okay, this OU Arizona game in twenty days. Maybe you heard of it. Eight fifteen yeah. Central Time is when they're going to kick that thing off. Does your perception of this season? How you think about this year as a whole? Is it going to change all that much with the win and a loss? No. And, and so you're not going to think any differently of this year, regardless of what you? the outcome is. How could you? Well, uh, I mean, I, I guess on one hand you could say it was an incredibly successful season. They win 11 games after a six and seven season. Heck yeah, I feel great about it. If they lose, oh. It's just another loss. It was just more what could have been for this year. It was a wasted opportunity. I mean, there's a. I, I, I've seen both of those opinions on the text line over the past two months. Well, well, here's the thing, and I get that. I understand. Trust me. Winning 11 games, going 11 and two, uh, that would be awesome. Obviously, better than going 10 and three. Okay. But. To hang your opinion on whether or not it was a successful year on if we beat a really good Arizona team that is highly, highly motivated to win this football game whenever we don't have our starting quarterback that started all year that had some of the best numbers in the country, uh, our at least our right tackle, um, our leading tackler in the on the defense, leader of the defense, most experienced player on the defense. I mean, I, I don't know. That seems kind of drastic to me. Now, if if Dylan Gabriel was playing and Guyton was playing and we knew Stutzman was playing. We had all hands on deck. Okay, that's a totally different story. But if some of our best players aren't going to be playing in the game, I don't know how you can say that losing the game turns it into not a successful season. Yeah, and that's why I feel like, it, and this is a dangerous game to, to play sometimes, and a lot of these preseason polls for next year are based way too heavily on bowl results. But the game in 20 days is almost more about a – look ahead than a look behind at the season that was, you know, with all the new faces and all the players that will be main contributors for next year. That's what it almost feels like more to me is, okay, here's a preview of things to come your first year in the SEC. Here's our initial, you know, example of it. How do we feel about it after this game? Kind of what it's more about to me. So I, I guess if I formulated opinion of this game, it'll be more about next year than it is lumping into what happened uh, this this past yeah. season. Yeah, I it to but to go win, but go win the game, the, but go win the, the game though. Yeah, I I absolutely definitely in that camp. Uh, hey, I think that 
you know, if you lose the football game, that doesn't change anything for this season for me, right? Um, but if you win it, that can make me feel like this year was more successful, especially as it as you talk about building into next season. Like, if we go beat Arizona with Jackson Arnold at quarterback, and who knows, maybe he lights it up and has a huge game, then I look at it and say this year was a screaming success. We won 10 games with Dylan Gabriel. Jackson Arnold tacks on another one and kind of puts everyone on notice about what he's going to be doing next year in the SEC. Like, to me, I that can make it ultra successful. But, you know, getting his first start without Stutzman, um, I don't know. I guess he still hasn't posted anything, right? But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's very fair. And again, not making excuses if they lose the game. But I don't think it's fair to, to say that this year was not a success because you didn't win your bowl game without a couple of your best players. Maybe your two best players offensively and defensively. Hey, I cashed in on this season. I, I won money off the regular season. Yeah. So for me, it was a uh, it was a success in the form of like 160 bucks. Financial or whatever it and was. otherwise. Yeah, it was a good bounce back from betting the year before that OU would win more games than USC. It was it was more of an mm. emotional bounce back than anything. From, so I feel good about things. I like it. Jeff from OKC, like it. wouldn't it be cool if JFA goes off in the Alamo Bowl and next yeah. season DG goes to Oregon and does his thing and both are in New York for the Heisman next season? Mm. I, uh, mm. I, I'd, that be, would be cool. I'd be down for that, yeah. I'd be down now, for that. Now, let me say, I'm not – I'm not closed off to saying that if, if someone can explain to me how it makes this year not a success if we lose to Arizona in the Alamo Bowl, I'm, I'm all ears. I'd like to hear the argument. And I, I, could, I may come away from it saying you got a great point. Hadn't thought of it that way. But to me, I mean, that's just kind of where I sit right now. It's like, I wouldn't hinge it based off of what a guy that's never started a football game does in his first start. Kendall says you guys are making Arizona sound like the 85 Bears. Wow, 85 Bears didn't have to defend Noah Fafita, now did they? Yeah. He probably would have put up 35 against him. I'll say this. I think they are – I think they're better than Kansas – and I think they're better than Oklahoma State. We lost to both of those football teams. They're the second-best team that you'll have played this year, Arizona. Yeah, there, there you go. That's a better way of putting it. Second-best team that we've played this year. And they are going to be one of the most motivated bowl teams out there as far as teams that aren't in the playoff. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hanging out Riverwind Casino today. Stay tuned. Covers your team like the ref. If it's Sooner News and talk you want, It's right here, all season long. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Radio Sports Network, KREF.com, and worldwide on the KREF app. Take a walk on the wild side with Brahms' new spicy pimento bacon cheeseburger. This bacon cheeseburger adds southern flair to a classic. Featuring Brahms' pimento cheese piled high on a juicy hamburger patty with jalapenos and crispy hickory smoked bacon. Throw in a slice of American cheese to melt everything together for dreamy, cheesy goodness in every bite. Stop wasting time and go get Brahms' new spicy pimento bacon cheeseburger. Nothing's better than Brahms'. 
Are you frustrated with rising insurance costs or confused about your insurance coverage? At Rightway Insurance, each one of their clients is given a dedicated team of experts that work with you to address all of your insurance concerns. They are an independent insurance company that offers personal and business coverage. Rightway Insurance, 405-607-6014. It is The Rush on the Ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Don't forget to download our free app in the App Store. Just search K-R-E-F. You can take The Ref with you wherever you're at on the go. That's K-R-E-F in the App Store. Major updates in the Alamo Bowl. Uh, One of the more major updates that we've had so far this week or since the bowl game's been announced Arizona's got a really good offensive tackle, Jordan Morgan. And about 10 minutes ago, he put out a statement that he's headed to the NFL draft and he is opting out of the bowl game against OU. Um, Who was it? Was it Kuyper today? Kuyper had a new big board, and I looked at it to see if uh, Guyton was on there, to see if Danny Stutzman was on there anywhere. Guyton is no longer a first round on Kuyper's big board, but this Jordan Morgan Mm -hmm. guy is. And he ain't playing in the football game in 20 days. Yeah, big tackle, really good. Really, really good player. Um, He's their big left tackle. Yeah, that that will be helpful. That will be helpful that that he's not out there. So That's their best player, essentially. I I know the quarterback is their most electric player who makes it all go, but that's um, that's a big-time player over there at left tackle. That's first-round draft picks not playing. Yeah, yeah, that's big time. That's big time. That'll help us out tremendously. First team, all Pac-12 player. Thank you, second team All-American pick. Um, pretty much unanimous thought that he'll be a, a first-round draft pick. Spence in Tulsa says, I'm not hanging the success of the season on the Alamo Bowl, but Brent being 0-2 in bowl games doesn't sound good either. It's a good point. That's a good point. Um, yeah, I you you hate to you hate to get a trend going early in your tenure at Oklahoma if you're Brent Venables. Um, the trend would you'd like that to be that you go win bowl games. You know, I, it's it's become more and more difficult to win bowl games if they're not. Well, obviously, it's difficult to win playoff games. But if they're not playoff or New Year's Six, I, you, there's a good chance you go in there missing a large amount of starters. Well, I would just say it's, playoff now. I mean, New Year's Six, there's even a lot of opt-outs right, these yes. days. Yeah. Look at Ohio State. Um, yeah, that's true. You know, so. I guess that's more important. And, and especially, like, if you are a school that goes to bowl games every year, I, I, don't, know, I don't know what the streak is for Oklahoma. But, you know, it, it's different. Like, for Arizona, they, haven't, they don't have a really long streak of going to bowl games. So, you get an opportunity to go to a bowl game and test yourself against Oklahoma. I mean, there's some guys that are going to, like, even if they're going to the league, leaving early, seniors, whatever, a chance to go test yourself against a, a place like Oklahoma and play well. You may help your draft position quite a bit, so guys are chomping at the bit for that. So it just becomes it becomes really difficult. Sarks Vodka says, if we lose, I don't want to hear one damn Sooner fan. 
pull a Dan Mullen. That'll really piss me off. <laughs> you don't want to hear Brent say, well, with all due respect, um, once we uh, hit the over nine and a half for Tyler, um, our season was over. That's the last yeah. game that we played and when we hit the over nine and a half wins of the regular season. Well, you know, it's one thing whenever your quarterback, Dylan Gabriel, doesn't play. It's another whenever your quarterback plays and throws three interceptions, one of them a pick six on, like, the opening drive of the game. All right. That's how that went, right? Yep. Nah, 100%. Nine one eight Theodore, how do you know Arizona is highly motivated for this game? The warm weather reward is lost on them, and for all we know, their players are disappointed to be matched against a team that lost to Oklahoma State and Kansas and barely hung on against a bad UCF and BYU team. No. We're ranked ahead of them. Ranked ahead of them. I, when you live in Arizona, I don't think weather's a factor in what you what you think about. This is their best they ball game a hardly, in, in a decade. Yeah. They're going to be excited about this. Yeah. And, and they're on an upward, big-time upward trajectory, it feels like. So this is just a game that can add to that momentum going into next year. They're, I'm sure they're really excited about their potential next year in a new conference. Like I have, I have no doubt that Arizona is going to be ready to be there and wanting to be there. It's a big game now, for them. I, that argument could hold some water if uh, Arizona was a seven and five football team. And they're going to play a fringe top ten Oklahoma, right? Especially that's going to like if we were at full strength, and they're like we're going to go out there and get absolutely annihilated. It's going to be brutal. I mean, that's one thing, but a game that they feel like they have a chance to win. I mean, a young program that hadn't had a whole lot to hang their hat on in a long time, with that opportunity. The texter's right. I don't know that. But my goodness, everything in the world points to that being a uh, an Arizona team that is highly motivated to win the football game. Does the defense's case hold water? It does not hold <laughs> water. <laughs> ah, one of the more uh, quoted <laughs> movies on this show. I thought uh, you were going to do the Marissa Tomei voice the first time around, but I was – Definitely going to make sure it happened the second time. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Jim in Arlington says, Tyler, OU is 31-24-1 in bowl games. OU will make its record 57th bowl appearance and 25th in a row. So, so there's your answer. 25. 25 bowl games in a row. Uh, I think, is this a uh, is this one in a row for Arizona? No, they went last year. They had they, – I'm sure they went to a bowl game last year, right? Didn't they? Uh, they had a pretty good year a year ago, not like this year, but because they they made the they kind of stumbled onto that quarterback at one point last year and started winning some games and were a really tough team down the stretch. I just had a horrible realization for this game. I was starting yeah. to feel not. I was starting to feel good and optimistic. Yeah, they're going to let JFA spin it. You know, the <laughs> run games look good. Arizona's best player just opted out. Like, hey. Oh, you might go down there and win. And then I forgot. Uh, what conference is Arizona going to be in next year? Uh, Big 12. Huh. Interesting. Hope Drake Stoops didn't get tackled in the end zone in this bowl game. Uh, ooh. 
I thought we were done with the Big 12. Nuh-uh. Try to generate a little bit of excitement about this Arizona team that's coming to the conference. Big 12 officials for the Alamo Bowl. Oh, gosh. Is is it really Big 12 officials? I have no idea, but I just, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised. One last parting middle finger to OU before they're off to the SEC. Uh, By the way, Arizona was five and seven. Yeah, they were five and seven last year. Five and seven last year, and um, so this will be one in a row for Arizona going to bowls. So yeah, I think they'll be motivated. And hey, they just missed out in twenty twenty one as well, going to a bowl game. One in eleven. Jeez, think about that. Jed Fish can one in eleven. Yeah, in twenty twenty one. To nine and three and play in Oklahoma, chance to win ten games. What an incredible turnaround! And I know their best only player. losses were overtime to Mississippi State, lost to Washington. That's a playoff team, and then three overtimes to University of Southern Cal, and they gave that game away. Terrible loss, it. horrible loss. Someone said earlier on the text line, "Well, are you sure Arizona's going to want to be here? Oh, you lost to a terrible Oklahoma State, Kansas team." Well, Arizona lost to a terrible USC team. Are we less excited about that? <laughs> they lost to a god-awful USC team that could barely beat anyone this year. I mean, you got guys on this team that went 1-11. Hell yes, they're going to be amped up to be at the Alamo Bowl in San Antonio. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Keep the text coming. 651-3439. We'll be back. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. Ever wonder why someone would wake up at the crack of dawn just for a chance at the unknown? Maybe a better question is, what are you waiting for? Pacifico is brewed for those who follow their own path. That's Living Life Anchors Up. Hey everybody, Josh Elmer here. Oklahoma high school basketball is back. Experiences and get personal service. Let's let our Norman business neighbors know we appreciate them by showing up and supporting those businesses that give back to our community. Be sure to visit Sooner Theater, Poppy, Spirits and Wine, Christmas Expressions, Bamboa, and Bison Witches. Shop smart and shop local this holiday season. It's the Rush on the Ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, 405-651-3439 is the Knibble-Meyer Chevrolet text line. From the 405, do we know how Arizona – by the way, someone's uh, mad that you're saying uh, Arizona, not Arizona, so I don't know if you Oh, wanna... sorry. Yeah. How did I mess that up? I don't sorry. know. Trying to be too serious, I think, talking about this I, game. Thank you guys for holding me accountable for mispronouncing uh, Arizona. Won't happen again. I think they call themselves the U of A, maybe. I, I don't know. Whatever. Do we know how Arizona travels with their lack of bowl game appearances – San Antonio is almost a home game for us, or it sure felt like it against Oregon. What do you think the uh, OU representation is going to be like this time around? Because it was about as good as it could get two years ago in that building. That's a good question. Not as strong as it was two years ago. Yeah, unless Bob somehow ends up coaching this game. Yeah. I, I don't think it'll be as strong, but I still think it'll be solid. I mean, there's a bunch of Sooner fans in Texas that'll be fairly close. Uh, I don't know. I guess flights are never cheap this time of year. Uh, nothing's cheap anymore. That's anyways, drivable so. from here, though. Very drivable. Yeah, drivable. I think it'll be. I think it'll be decent. 
I w- I'd be I, honestly, I'd be surprised if it was as strong as it was two years ago. Yeah, I, and I, I would be too. I'm curious to see just what San Antonio looks like in general, because uh, remember when we went two years ago, there was still a large part of like really the country and also the world that was locked down from COVID. And Texas was one of the places that was like open for business. When we pulled into town, there were, it was packed with people on vacation from all over the world. It was pretty shocking. No masks were needed on that trip. So everyone's just having a good time. Yeah, it nice. was, it was, I was surprised at how many people were down there. Now, we're, not, not even going to the game. We're 20 days away from the game, and yeah. ticket prices for, I mean, really everything seemingly get cheaper the closer you get to game time. But on Step Hub right now, um, I mean, this is pretty good. Cheapest ticket, 42 bucks a piece. Yeah. So if that's any indication, it's going to be a it's going to be a good crowd. And, and honestly, I I wonder if. I think that you're probably, if you're an OU fan, you're going to the game or not, like regardless. But the fact that Jackson Arnold is probably going to start this yeah, game that's a good point. does make it a little bit more intriguing, you know? Go to Jackson Arnold's first start. So whenever he wins the 2025 Heisman Trophy, uh, you can tell everyone, you. I was at that first game whenever he put up 42 against Arizona. Well, you may be more likely to say, I was at the, ah, this is sobering thought. I was at the last game when we were able to yell, Stoops, yeah. in an OU uniform. Yeah. yeah our, our last Big 12 victory. Yeah. Right, are we going to count it? Uh, yeah. We're postseason. I, 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 I'm going to count it, yes. Uh, please ask Teddy if he's going to the Tool Show in OKC in February. <laughs> what kind of a question is that? Not on, you want me to block that texture for that terrible question? Yeah, you're, you're blocked for that. Not only am I going to the Tool Concerto in Oklahoma City, I'm going to the Tool Concerto in Dallas the night before. You serious? Back to back? Yeah. Man, he's a roadie. This guy, you uh, yeah, getting a ride on the tour bus or what? Uh, I'm, I'm a roadie. I'm setting up some of the equipment, the light stage, and all of that stuff. Uh, wearing an old cutoff T-shirt, some jeans, one of those. Uh, Wallets that's got the chain from the oh, front pocket to the back pocket. Yes, sir. Uh, so, so you dressed at Hot Topic in the mall. Is that where you got all hot, your stuff? Hot Topic, an old sweaty bandana on top of my head. I'll be, I'll be looking like the stage crew. I haven't for been sure. to a mall in a, a couple of years. I feel like that's the case with most people. Is Hot Topic still around? Is that still a thing? <laughs> you are asking the wrong. Are I know. Malls I, still a thing? No, no, no. It's Hot Topic. The store well, at the mall. Do you, do you remember know. that store? Yeah. I'm asking. I don't even know if malls are still uh, a thing. They are may malls not. still it's, open? It's, it's been a couple of years for me. Maybe they just exist just for the movie theaters now. No clue. Yeah. Foot Locker. There's got to be foot. If, there's a, if malls are still uh, open, there's Foot Locker in foot there Foot Locker sure. on one side, finish line on the other. Still have those two. Mm-hmm. 580, the highest point in Arizona football was in the movie Speed. When Keanu noticed that Sandy was a wildcat. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's good. Love it. Six one, else oh, to hit? Yeah. 615, how many of your teammates at Fort Gibson sat at a game for the start of deer season? That's probably half the team and the head coach. I don't think any. I don't think any. 
maybe some. What? Why would you have to sit out a game for that? I, it, You'd probably just go hunt the morning before school, wouldn't you? Yeah, or and after the game as well. That's that's what they're probably doing there. Um, Stacy, yeah. I, I mentioned the forty-two dollar ticket. She's like, "Yeah, my face," and she sent some depressed emojis. When you said forty-two dollars, knowing what I paid for uh, through the university, you probably have better seats than the forty-two dollar yeah. seats, Stacy. I'll, I'll, that's it, at least you have that for sure. And but I will say this about that venue. Uh, from what I remember, I don't know that there's a bad seat in the house. No, that's a uh, – I watched an NBA basketball game, the Spurs and the Charlotte Hornets with Glenn Rice back in, like, 1998. Nice. And, like, for a basketball venue, it's not great, but for football, it's – no, it's a it's a really good venue. Really good venue. Yeah. Uh, Toby and I were kind of high-fiving over text messages at least about the – not that we missed out on the New Year Six, but it is the best – radio booth in all of football has to be open air it's like you know you're kind of hovering over the 50 yard line you're really close to the action it's awesome well to may- call a game. maybe instead of playing it in uh, in houston the national championship this year yeah move it to san antonio instead i'm down with that Gosh. let's go go washington by the way Go Washington. Texas a four-and-a-half-point favorite over the Huskies in the Sugar Bowl. Michigan kind of climbing, isn't it? Yeah, no, it is. And Michigan a one-and-a-half-point favorite over Alabama. The Texas spread's been slowly climbing. The Michigan spread, um, it, it didn't open as a huge number, but it's gone down a little bit. I, Bama seems like the um, the popular pick in that game. And in the OU-Arizona yeah. game, Arizona's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. That was before the news today that their first-round pick at left tackle is going to opt out for the game. But on scoresandodds.com, 93% of the money was on uh, Arizona at uh, minus yeah. two and a half. I feel like this year and maybe the last couple of years, the trend has been pretty big to bet against Oklahoma, hasn't it? In bowl games or just in, just just in general? Just in general. Yeah. I feel like in, in big games, like whenever we've talked about it, I feel like, it's been pretty uh, constant that you've told me most of the money, the public money's against Oklahoma. Really, the only game where I think it was uh, really heavy the opposite way is Friday of OU Texas, and then Saturday morning there was a lot of people jumping on the OU side, and that turned out to be the winning side yeah. of that one. Yeah, yeah, because we were—I mean, we were getting points in that one, weren't we? By like, was yeah. it five and a half, something like yeah, that? Yeah, I got down to like four and a half or something like four that right before kickoff. 5-1-2, take Washington in the points. That passing game versus the Texas secondary is a lock. That's kind of how I'm viewing this game. That's why I like mm-hmm. Washington to win a really close one outright. I just their yeah, their run game, obviously Michael Penix, Roma Dunze, like that offense is legit, man. It's real good. And I know their I know their defense may not be rated super high. I need to check out exactly where it is rated, but their defense isn't a pushover. They're pretty solid. Yeah. They're not bad on the on the defensive line. They're athletic. Um, I, I think I think it's going to be a really good matchup. I do. All right, quick timeout. We'll come back. Wrap up hour number one here from Riverwind Casino. Stay tuned. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. 
Knippelmeyer Chevrolet in Blanchard, USA. Mike Steely here for Cabins Group. Do you need help with fire, water, or mold remediation? Cabins is a local company that's been in business for over 15 years in the Oklahoma City area. Because they know you can't predict emergencies, Cabins is available 24 hours a day to help with emergency services or commercial maintenance. Call them at Cabins Group today, 405-573-3048, or go online to cabinsgroup.com. Life. Dodge Door are operating properly, so you don't have to replace your door or motor prematurely. Call Affordable Door today at 405-635-9499. The official garage door of the Oklahoma Sooners. Cavens Group bringing you the Sour of the Rush on a Friday. If you have an emergency 24 hours a day, give Cavens a call. They specialize in fire, water, mold, remediation, and crime scene cleanup. That's Cavens Group at 405-573-3048. 405-573-3048. Biggest game in college football tomorrow is Army-Navy. And they're playing mm. it in Boston tomorrow. And some like a pretty cool side note, or a couple of side notes to this, um, playing the game in Boston wasn't wasn't a new idea. Robert Kraft tried to bid twice to host the uh, to, to host this iconic game per CBS, and now he's got it. And the matchup coincides with the 250th anniversary of the Boston Tea Party and the oh. 225th anniversary of the USS Constitution's first voyage. Now, how about ticket prices? Here is a quote: "The game sold out." Ticket demand for this game is greater than any AFC championship game, greater than uh, Taylor Swift, greater than anything else we've ever seen, said Jonathan Kraft, Robert Kraft's son, in a story to the Boston Globe. Wow. Take that, Taylor Swift. Yeah, and Tom Brady. Wow. That's incredible. That is incredible. I. I would go to Army-Navy. It's definitely a college football bucket list item for me, but um, Taylor Swift tickets were just outrageous this past year and will will continue to be. Yeah, They've had a few AFC championship games there before, but now this Army-Navy game, the demand is greater than any of those. That's that's actually really awesome. I'd love to see that. Yeah, and it's not like – it's not like it's a small stadium. I mean, I'm sure it holds – It's north of 65. Yeah. I was about to say probably between 65 and 75,000 people. Uh, really cool venue. That's awesome. And I'm sure – I don't know how they'll have it decorated. I guess you kind of already have some of the decorations you need with the with the Patriots get up. But I don't I don't know how they'll do it for that game. Well, but the guys that shoot off the cool. muskets, they can just – yeah, they can just be yeah. there. There you go. Haven't that's been. awesome. Yeah, no, that's I, – I actually love to see that. It, it now, is a, where do they usually play it? Is it move all the time? Well, it ha- they used to play it in um, – I feel like when I was growing up, when you were in school, I feel like it was in East Rutherford at that time, and then it got moved to Philly, and then now they're doing a deal where they move it every year for the next five years. So I think it'll be in D.C. Cool. next year for well, sure. Yeah, I mean, especially if it's that big of a spectacle, like to move it around and give different people opportunities to go, uh, and they have this type of uh, – reaction ticket wise then yeah that i'm sure they will 
will uh, move it all over. It That's is a awesome. little uh, painful, though, every time I flip around and see Army play, because for me it's like, God, <sighs> what an awesome road trip that would have been. I know it. That would yeah. have been just all the feels, all the patriotism, the flyovers, the scenery. That just it just sounds like such a fun, fun trip. Awesome trip. I don't yeah. know if we're going to no. be able to make it in the near future. It doesn't sound like that's close to happening. But in my lifetime, I would love to see OU or really anyone for that matter play it play in West Point. That'd be sweet. Yeah. I'm just kind of like scanning through the different places that they've played, and it's awesome. Like there's a picture of them playing in Soldier Field in 1926. Uh, they played in Yankee Stadium in 27. Um, it, there's, it's awesome. Pretty, they played it pretty much every, at least it looks like, uh, uh, every major venue on the East Coast, even played in the Rose Bowl in 1983. So, very cool. You see uh, ES, uh, game day is going to be there tomorrow. You see who the guest picker is? No, I have not. Um, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Navy. Our Army, Army can't throw the ball. I'm going to go with really? Navy. Bill Belichick's the guest picker How about tomorrow. about that? <laughs> what a fascinating. That's cool. Boy, uh, McAfee and Belichick on the same set. What, what could go wrong? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, uh, that's he's got. He'll be able to get him laughing and and uh, acting out a little I bit. Guess so. I'm sure. But hey, while we're talking about the army trip, I'd also be down for an air force trip as well. I've seen the 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 naval academy before. It's cool. I go back, but army and air force are towards the top of my wish list. Both of those. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Dang man, been playing the game since 1890. Wow. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush. Coming up, our number two is next here from Riverwind. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app, the Ref Sports Radio Network.